If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Prime Headlines is brought to you by Don't take risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some spices. Yes, sir. This is Joy News Prime with me, Carlos Caloni. In our headlines, minority sounds alarm on government plans to collateralize Ghana's 10 oil field to secure a loan of $431 million from Latisco SA. Details as the minority claims, President Akufuado directly gave the order to GNPC to secure the loan without parliamentary approval. And weapons and ammunition baseline assessment conducted by the United Nations Institute for Disarmament uncovers a worrying trend of high ammunition circulation in Ghana. Also, fisher folks at La Abese in the Ladadekotopo municipality concerned computation for the fishing season is being wrongly done as their nets remain largely empty even after the closed seasons. We'll hear from the consumers as well as those who are worried the dry spell is pushing the price of fish up. 
And Prime Business comes your way at 8 o'clock. 3.2% growth rate of Ghana's economy does not reflect weakness in the economy. We'll hear reactions from economist Dr. Patrick Assuming. 3.2, you might think is impressive, but I think when, when you begin to unpack it, you realize that there are still significant weaknesses in the economy. Prime Sports is at 8.30. For Ghana's Black Queens off to a good start with an emphatic 7-0 win over Rwanda in the first leg of the Women's African Cup of Nations qualifiers. We are your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Stay tuned in. Joy News Prime Headlines was brought to you by... Don't take risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some spices. Yes, sir. It's a pleasure having you here on Join News Prime this evening. Now, this is Chief Politics, the words of the Lembele Member of Parliament, Emmanuel Ama Kofibua, as he clashes with the DC for the area, Kwesi Bonza, over who to fix some deplorable roads in his constituency. This follows the video captures, or the following video captures the latest altercation between the MP and DCE for the area. Uh, don't start. What will happen? Honorable. Now the member of parliament for Lembele, Emmanuel Amakofi Bua, joins us via Zoom for more on this story. Uh, Honorable, what caused this altercation between you and the DCE? Honorable, kindly unmute your device so we can hear you. Hello, Honorable. Yeah. Yes. Good evening. Good evening. So, how are you? I'm fine. So I was asking, what caused this particular altercation between you and the DCE? Well, I know uh, as a member of parliament, the usual challenge for every member of parliament has to do with the deplorable state of our roads. And then the pressure on the constituents to make sure that it's fixed. Mm. I faced that situation yesterday. Um, we are in a period of a uh, Kundun festival. This road from a place called Enginase to all the way to Telekubga is really in a bad shape. I'm aware that the road is under contract. It's been under contract for over two and a half years. Mm. But the contractor is owed over 15 million Ghana City. The contractor has demobilized. So I had to engage the contractor. I engaged them. And after extensive discussions, they agreed that they will reshape the road. I engaged the assembly member in the area, who then informed the DC. Mm. 
So when they started work, the, the assembly member called me that the DC has called the contractor that he should stop work. In fact, I called the DC and he confirmed that he's on his way to that place, that site, to stop. And I asked him why. He said, no, they should stop the work because the, the road is under contract. I said, but it's under contract. It's been under contract for two and a half years. Mm. And it is really in a bad state. Our people are suffering. We as leaders have a responsibility to do something about it. Frankly, I, I had to go there. And when I went there, indeed, the DC was there. And that was what you saw on the tape. Mm. Clearly, clearly. I, I, I mean, it was obvious. And you could see it from the people around that. It was shocking to me that the DC, whose primary responsibility it is to mm. ensure that these roads are fixed, was actually fighting me, the member of parliament. And let me, let me make it clear that DC is my opponent. He has tried to uh, unseat me as a candidate for the last three elections. So it was obvious to me that this DC is basically looking at everything in the political lens. Mm. And I'm telling him, look, the politics must stop at the watershed. There are things that are not political. When our people are going through the things we are doing, I mean, what is wrong? When the same contractor, in fact, I didn't go for a new contractor, mm. the same contractor has agreed to reshape the road. So what you saw there was my sense for trying to help. Reshape the road. That's all it was. Okay. All right. So thank uh, you. On this particular issue, what do you think is the way forward? Have you been able to smoke the peace pipe, you and the uh, DC, well, so as to advance development I mean, of uh, the area? Continue. I think he has realized that what he did was frankly not acceptable, mm. and and frankly that the the the, the contrast, the, the reshaping must go on. And I'm happy that the reshaping is is on, going forward. Okay, thank you so much thank for speaking to us here on Joy News Prime. Now, joining us now is a local governance expert, Dr. Eric Odro. Uh, Doc, what do you think is the cause of this tension between the uh, DCE and the MP? Because this is not the first time this is happening. We know uh, in Chobodong we had similar situation some weeks back. Why is this particular uh, incident, keep, why, why does it keep occurring? Thank you very much, and I think uh, uh, good evening to our viewers and listeners. I think the Honorable MP gave you a clue that um, the current MP has been his opponent trying to unseat him mm. for the past uh, three elections. So, to start with, I can read some political uh, undertone to this whole issue. Mm. But I also think that the MP is a member of the Assembly. In fact, when you look at local governance act, Every MP, you are supposed to be a member of the assembly with no vote. So I was also expecting that when the MP um, realized that the project is delayed, the people are suffering, um, he could have engaged the chief executive instead of engaging the assembly member for the area. And then they could have agreed on even how to proceed because this is something that is going to inure to the benefit of the good people of the Elembele area. So I think that was the gap that um, created the problem. But I want to believe there is a political undertone. What the, the, the two of them need to do is to put their heads together to plan and promote development in the area. Because the MP has a responsibility of lobbying for projects to the area. The chief executive has a responsibility of also leading the assembly to bring pro uh, development to the area so that two of them cannot fight. Because if they don't uh, put their 
uh, energies together, it is the people who would suffer. I would urge the two of them to put the politics aside and work in harmony. But I can also see a contracting issue there. Because if the project has already been awarded to a contractor, and the contractor has demobilized from site, and um, government is owing the contractor, the question then would be, what will be its implications on the existing contract if they do the um, grazing? You know, so it has all kinds of implications, but I think that uh, it will require the two of them to sit down and then resolve it. They are the two leading leaders of the area that will have to join forces to bring development to the area. But I think that the MP should have engaged the chief executive, not an assembly member. That, that, was, that, that is a bit that I think didn't go on well. I'm sure if he had engaged the chief executive, mm. the two of them would have put their heads together. But they should put politics aside. Like you said, I'm happy the MP indicated that, look, they should rise beyond the politics and join forces to bring development to the people in the uh, area. All right, so beyond the Lembele and the Tiobodom areas, we know the political season is approaching, and so we are likely to witness some of these things, especially where the DCEs are also interested in becoming MPs. What do we need to do as a country to actually uh, put uh, a stop to this so we can uh, advance development of our country? I think it's of them must realize that they have a development objective and they, they owe their citizens um, uh, a responsibility to bring development. Mm. They should put their politics aside. These things cannot be regulated. It is, it is extremely difficult for you to regulate that behavior because, or those behaviors because uh, naturally, once they are uh, opponents in a political game, one would, expect, uh, one would be expected to outwit the other. So they should just play the game fairly. So at the end of the day, citizens will not suffer. But a lot would also depend on citizens. Mm. They should demand accountability. They should demand development. They should demand that the leaders they have voted for and those they have put in office bring the needed development. And I also happily appeal to both political parties and all other political parties mm. going into the elections. They should not put their politics above national interest. They should try as much as possible to put the interests of their citizens ahead of everything. All right. And I'm sure we will be able to make it if, 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 if they join forces. But every MP must know that they are members of the Assembly. And if they, ha they want to bring development projects, they should mm. engage the chief executive. And I'm, I think things will work out. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Eric Odrosai. He is a local governance expert. We are so, so grateful for your time. Now, moving on, it appears Ghana may be wrongly computing the fishing season in Ghana. That is the concern of some fishermen at La Abese in the Ladadekotopo municipality. The fishermen say they are unable to make any meaningful catch at sea despite religiously observing the close season or the close fishing season. Now, the close season is observed as a way of reducing fishing pressure on stocks when they are most productive in terms of allowing the fish a chance to lay their eggs to replace the most population or the lost population due to fishing and other natural uh, causes. But uh, right after the season, fishermen are still unable to make a catch, complaining about the phenomenon with the price of fish already soaring. Ramat Bashiru reports. Prices of fish is soaring as the commodity is in short supply. At Saida's Kinky Joint, 
Fish is costing an arm and a leg, and consumers are worried. It's from eight cities. We won't get fish for seven cities, six cities, not even talking of five cities. So fish are very expensive now in Ghana. I bought a little kinky with fish. I tell you the price of the fish, and secondly, they do count. They do count. It's six cities. That's the red fish. And the kmala is 15 cities. And this one is um, 8 cities, 6 cities, 8 cities, and 7 cities. It is Saturday morning at Labese Fishing Center in the Labadi community here in the greater Accra region. Fishermen here are frustrated about the unusual state of their catch, which is already threatening their livelihoods. The chief fisherman, Henry Odui-Perko, says despite the close fishing season, they are not making enough catch whenever they visit the sea. The, the time of closing season is not uh, uh, going well with our fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we don't argue with the government, but what we are saying is the time of July is our bumper harvest. Therefore, the time should be reversed to uh, maybe June. The closing season may be reversed to June rather than uh, uh, July. The pollution of the sea has also been cited as one of the causes of the gradually depleting fish stock in the sea, with some species going extinct. According to them, fish resources are threatened by human activities, including pollution, which has prevented them from fishing for the past one week. Every plastic waste from interland drop to the shore anytime it rains. Therefore, you will see the pollution of the plastic and it affects us most. Uh, could you believe I will go to for fishing but return with plastic instead of fish. This level of pollution is changing the marine ecosystem and affecting fish reproduction. Isaac Nunu is repairing a fishing net that he says was damaged after getting entangled with plastic waste. The sea is now filled with plastic waste. We don't even get fishes. You spend so much money on premix for and you go to the and make no significant catch. A premix fuel is not even being supplied regularly. Isaac Tete, the canoe repairer of the fishermen, says the Chinese trawlers continue to commit acts of illegal, unreported, and unregulated fishing in Ghana, hence the loss of income for artisanal fishermen. The Chinese are engaging in illegal fishing. They are using such high lies to catch all the fishes. We are pleading with government to deal with this situation. Fishermen are struggling. Odoi Atiku was hoping to go fishing, but is already having second thoughts, as previous expeditions have simply not yielded any positive result. The classic two weeks, one day, a week, one day. 
Water resources, including fishes, constitute an integral part of the ecosystem, supporting human lives across the world. And in Ghana in particular, fish is perhaps the most popular and cheap source of protein. But with these challenges threatening the efforts of farmers, state actors must begin to move in now and act. Ramat Bashiru's report for Joy News, read to you. Now, while May inflation has declined to 40.1%, inflation for seafood remains about 70%. Isaac Kofije has been studying the data and joins me in studio with more. Kofi, walk us through this particular data. Well, so there you have it on our smart wall. So headline inflation mm. is 40.1%. But inflation for fish, which is the sea fish that we're talking about mm. in the feature or the, the, the report, is around 76.8%. Wow. This simply means that as of last year, mm. if you were using 100 cities to buy maybe um, a fish. A cutting now, of fish, for instance. Exactly. Now you need around... 180 cities. That is the at least situation. Wow. It could be more than this because this is the headline figure or the average figure. Okay. So headline inflation is 40, but inflation for fish is around 76.8%. Uh, uh, so if you are a lover of fish and you consume a lot of fish, you attest to the fact that the price has gone up if you compare this to last year. Yeah. And let's move to the next slide that shows you the comparative analysis between the uh, fish and then headline inflation, if we can move to the next slide, uh, you see some huge mm. difference between uh, the headline inflation mm -hmm. and, and then, you know, um, the fish inflation, for instance. Okay. The fisher folks were complaining about the fact that July is their bumper harvest, and so they should be allowed to go to sea uh, in July, probably in June. But we understand the close season starts in July. Okay. Now, if you can show that on the screen right now, um, the disparity between the headline inflation and fish inflation, mm. just look at it. Yeah. The red one is inflation for fish, and the yellow one is inflation, the general inflation. Okay. How high, and the gap between the headline inflation and That's fish inflation. The gap is very, very wide, and this is the point where we started closing the season, and look at it. It's around 88%, a slight decline to 76.8%. But generally, yeah, you can it, compute really an average about 80%. Okay. 80, that is the inflation rate for fish between February 2023 and August 2023. While well, the uh, general inflation remains General around. inflation is around 40, you know, 50, yeah. and then uh, 41%. So that appears to be twice. Absolutely, the, twice. Okay. So it means that, you know, if you are a lover of fish and you consume fish a lot, you may be computing your own inflation and mm. say, ah, come on, your inflation cannot be 40 because if I buy fish, it's more than 40%. Yeah. So we've yeah. done the disaggregation for you to understand why, you know, your fish, the price, now you need close to maybe 200 cities to buy the same fish that you used to buy 100 cities last year, 2022. Yeah, All right. so that is it. Thank you so much. But uh, still on this uh, inflation issue, Finance Minister Kenneth Retta, in the 2023 media budget review slash don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket have a turbo tax expert file your taxes for you by march 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly because no matter what moves you made last year turbo tax makes them count that means getting 100 back and 100 accurate taxes only from intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este 
comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. GDP growth rate from 2.8% to 1.5%, signaling that the economy was expected to grow, but not as initially projected. Now the Ghana Statistical Service latest GDP figures show a decline in growth of the Ghanaian economy with the industry sector recording negative growth again. Now, the economy is in the second quarter of 2023, slowed to about 3.2%, which is relatively smaller than what was recorded last year. Construction, electricity, and manufacturing subsectors are actually contracted. Now, government statistician Professor Samuel Kwabin Enim also revised the uh, sector and the growth rate uh, earlier, saying 4.2% to about 3.3%. The second quarter of 2023, from both an oil perspective and a non-oil perspective, the economy grew by 3.2%. From an oil perspective, the 3.2% that we've recorded for the second quarter of 20, for the second quarter of 2023 indicates a 0.1 slowdown relative to what we recorded in the first quarter of 2023. The first quarter of 2023, the economy grew by 3.3%, and in the last quarter of 2022, the economy grew by 3.7%. Over these three quarters, the 3.2 indicates the lowest growth rate as the economy grew by 3.7 in the last quarter of 2022 and 3.3 in the, last, in the first quarter of 2023. From a non-oil perspective, the 3.2 growth rate that has been recorded for the second quarter of 2023 indicates it's a slowdown relative to the last two quarters as from as from a non-oil perspective in the last quarter of 2022 the economy grew by 4.3 percent increased marginally to 4.4 percent in the first quarter of 2023 and a dip of 1.2 percentage points to 3.2 growth growth rate non-oil perspective for the second quarter of 2023 growth rate across the different sectors the agricultural sector for the second quarter of 2023 grew by 6.0 percent and also the services sector grew by 6.3 percent for the second quarter of 2023 while we saw a growth rate for agricultural and services sector respectively 6.0 and 6.3 percent for the second quarter of 2023 the industry sector contracted by 1.9 percent for the second quarter of 2023 these growth rates relative to the average for the period 2014 quarter one to second quarter 2023 we see increases for the second quarter of 2023 for agricultural and services and services sectors while we see a slowdown or a contraction for the industry sector as it contracted by 1.9 percent relative to an average of 3.9 percent for the industry sector for the period first quarter 2014 to second quarter 2023 my colleague Isaac Kofiege has been studying the data and joins me in studio with more. Kofi, give us a sector-by-sector sector analysis of this particular growth. Well, it's here again, mm. 3.2%. If you compare this 3.2% to what we recorded 2022, around this same time, was around 3.5%. That's why we say there's a slight you know, uh, okay. in, in, in contraction in terms mm. of the economy. There's a slight, uh, you know, a slowdown in the okay. economy. 
But if you look at the sector by sector analysis, the industry sector again mm -hmm. records, um, you know, a contraction or a shrinking of about, you know, 1.9% in the second quarter of 2023. If you do a subsector breakdown, and these are the subsectors, uh, sort of, they are the backbone of the, the economy. Look at construction, there was a shrinking of 11.7%. Mm. Electricity, water supply, management and remediation activities, 3.1%, um, you know, um, contraction. Manufacturing also uh, contracted by 0.5%. The mm. services sector increased by some 6.3%. And the agriculture sector also increased by some uh, 6%. So there you have it. Mm. There is some slight decline, but it's still positive. We are still within the range and it's very good. I mean, it's just about 0.1% decline, but it's still very significant. But what you have on the screens right now tells you that the Ghanaian economy has, you know, slowed down a bit by just some 0.1% in the second quarter of 2023. Thank you, my colleague Kofiaje, for those details. We are crossing over to the CMG event live. As the MC rightly said, we know our level. So, on behalf of the Chartered Institute of Marketing Ghana, and on behalf of my colleagues here, we hereby launch the 20. 22 customer satisfaction survey duly launched. Ninety eight percent threshold, not too bad, but of course the devil is in the detail. And um, we have five banks that scored above the threshold, which is something to be proud of. Um, we, as banks, take very good notice of this outcome, and I'm sure um, the banks will individually request their own reports and use that to improve on our scores going forward. So it's been launched, and I call on our members to now make the formal request. Muniru, you are here. I'm sure you'll be making the request this evening for that of GCB so that our friends from the big house will know how we've performed in order to improve our performance going forward. Thank you very much. Mr. Iwa, probably uh, I would invite you not to take your seat because you, you will be back with me uh, only very shortly. In the midst of all of what we've been talking about, especially in the banking sector, from different categories, uh, I, I am going to 
chipping a bit into your closing remarks. From last year and the sort of reports we got from the banking sector, the DDEP obviously was uh, the big elephant in the room. And now there is another knock on your door. I am only wondering into the future. Uh, if they go knock, knock and come in, I'm wondering what impact that will have on some of these figures, I mean, relatively. Only time will tell. Over to you, uh, Mr. Wa, Mr. Chairperson, with your closing remarks. Thank you. And um, I stand on the existing protocols. Um, this exercise, you all agree with me, is a very important one. And personally, I'm excited that we have these performance benchmarks, particularly um, on customer satisfaction. That was the launch of the 2022 CIMG Customer Service Survey Report. We'll take a break. We'll return with more. Stay with us. Okay. Don't worry, darling. I won't touch your calipo, okay? Okay. Hey, Papa. Should I listen for you? It's okay, Grandma. You can drink it all. Oh, coffee. I brought plenty for you. Then you know that that calipo, the natural fruit juice drink. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Hello, my name is Abeku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the chop better with Ecobank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving <laughs> welcome to the smart world of ecobank download ecobank mobile from google play store or the app store and discover the smart way to bank ecobank the pan-african bank Charlie, 
When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthemeta and Lumifantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have that. Thank you. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. It feels like becoming an entrepreneur aside academics is never going to be possible when you're in school. Mainly because we feel that we are young and we don't have the resources and the guts to be one. But if you believe in yourself and you have the passion to become an entrepreneur, then you already are. Staying ahead in a highly competitive environment requires applying creativity and innovation to every aspect of your journey to becoming an entrepreneur. Presently, entrepreneurship is driven by creativity and innovation to attain business objectives. The explosion in technology, business, entrepreneurship and consumption in this new era is as a result of the ongoing application of innovation. Milton Bell once said, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. So, if you are ready to be an entrepreneur, Heritage Christian College is ready for you. Heritage Christian College moves you from a wantrepreneur to become an entrepreneur. About one-third of a million people live with HIV in Ghana. Close to 10,000 of them die each year, mostly as a result of a lack of antiretroviral drugs and adherence. In fact, close to 57% of children under 14 years living with HIV do not receive antiretroviral drugs, again as a result of inadequate funds to provide them with medication. Life expectancy for these children is grim. The big worry, close to 16,300 people are newly infected with HIV each year. With this alarming rate of HIV infections, all of us are in danger. And Ghana is headed for an epidemic explosion if nothing is done now to avert it. While the Ghana AIDS Commission is working hard to overturn the situation, the commission urgently needs funding support from corporate Ghana and individuals to save lives. We're therefore appealing to you, corporate entities and individuals, to support the National HIV and AIDS Fund by dialing star 9898-HASH on MTN and Vodafone and follow the prompts or pay into the National HIV and AIDS Fund account number 101-863-161-3233, Bank of Ghana. Your donation will be used to prevent new infections and provide care for people living with HIV, including children affected by AIDS. For further information, please call Ghana AIDS Commission on 302 919260 or email info at ghana Give to save a life today. Ghana AIDS Commission partnering to eliminate HIV and AIDS. 
Hello, my name is Abeku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the job better with Ecobank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of Ecobank. Download Ecobank Mobile from Google Play Store or the App Store and discover the smart way to bank. Ecobank, the Pan-African bank. Daddy, Daddy, this tank is big. Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working surface like it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S I N T E X syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil. That's not true. But why? Why? <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? When you're a little, days are extremely busy. Work. Traffic jams, meetings, conference calls. Luckily, our mom is here to take good care of us with day-by-day baby and day-by-day kids and their naturally active ingredients. Our skin is hydrated, soothed, and protected all day long. Yes. In life, choice is good. But Choice Plus Safety is way better. Your safety and comfort is paramount. Under the cylinder recirculation model, you can buy LPG in a safe environment. All cylinders are inspected and maintained to the best safety standards, so your safety is assured. Just take your empty cylinder to the nearest exchange point and swap it for a filled cylinder. Different cylinder sizes will be available to meet your pocket size. Imagine cooking in a smoke-free environment. This will improve the health and well-being of you and your family. Choose LPG in a safer model of distribution. Cylinder recirculation model. Securing your safety. Creating more jobs. A message from the National Petroleum Authority under the patronage of the Ministry of Energy. This is a groundbreaking collaboration that has changed the game for Ghanaians. DVLA has partnered with Ghana Post to bring unprecedented convenience and accessibility to our valued customers. Under this agreement, your driver's license will be delivered to you anywhere in Ghana upon your request. Our aim is to provide our customers with seamless customer-friendly services, and this collaboration has brought us a step closer to achieving that. So, 
Take advantage of this partnership and get your driver's license delivered to you wherever you are. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. DVLA, your safety are concerned. This advert is brought to you by DVLA and... Welcome back. You're still watching Join News Prime with me, Carlos Caloni. Now, to some other story, the latest weapons and ammunition baseline assessment conducted by the United Nations Institute for Disarmament has uncovered a worrying trend of high ammunition circulation in Ghana and other West African countries, which poses significant danger to peace and security. The West African subregion has in recent times grappled with the challenge of military takeovers and widespread activities of violent extremism, which is highly associated with the arms race confronting the region. In a bid to tackle the situation, the economic community of West African state is exploring close collaboration with the United Nations Institute for Disarmament Research, a stakeholder drawn from ECOWAS member state converge in Accra, to discuss the way forward. There's more in the following report. The 2023 Annual Regional Seminar on Disarmament and Non-Proliferation Instruments brought together government officials, law enforcement agencies, ammunition regulatory authorities, and other stakeholders drawn from member states of the Economic Community of West African States, ECOWAS. Key on the agenda is the need to find lasting solutions to the worrying trend of huge cache of ammunition and light weapons circulating in West Africa. Director for the United Nations Institute for Disarmament Research, Robin Baez, tells Joy News that there is a worrying trend of ammunition circulating in West Africa. He is therefore calling for the development of a framework that will address the challenge. It can only happen if you work at all of these levels, and they all interlink with one another. And that's really what we're trying to support as a UN think tank entity. The multilateral level, linking it to regional efforts, understanding what is happening in countries, what are the specific problems that need solutions so that we don't have you know, lofty debates but really problem-oriented debates, and then bringing it back to the multilateral level and hopefully integrating it into treaty discussions or even treaties and instruments mm. going forward. And let's talk about your initial findings. Uh, what are some of them and what are some of the key factors going into the engagement? Yeah, so we, since 2016, have been conducting uh, in West Africa weapons and ammunition management baseline assessments. And we found that effective weapons and ammunition management 
in countries can do a great deal uh, in mitigating drivers of conflict and, and armed violence. And so we've developed a whole methodology and different tools that we bring to states, discuss with states, and then together we try to implement them in support of the states at the national, national level, really with, with the uh, aim to enhance their weapons and ammunition management uh, policies. The regional body ECOWAS says it acknowledges the necessity of reinforcing its regional arms control agreement and is working assiduously to dedicate substantial technical and financial resources to support arms control policies in the region. Abayomi Adeomi is programs officer at the Arms Control and Disarmament Department um, of ECOWAS. It's very important for us, and I would like to highlight that uh, the ECOWAS region is not alone in the challenge, it's a global challenge. Okay, So arms proliferation is not peculiar to the ECOWAS region. We have an harmonized approach to this, and uh, we need to ensure that our member states are well equipped, you know, and uh, you mentioned the issue of uh, cost trafficking, and you are aware that the region has a lot of, uh, in fact, the number of uh, illegal borders that we have are more than the former borders that we have. So to ensure also that our, uh, our, our uh, border agents and uh, agencies are well equipped to be able to confront this, uh, these challenges. So to put in perspective, regional perspective is to ensure that we are well equipped to be able to confront this uh, phenomenon. Mm. Ghana's National Commission on Small Arms and Light Weapons says although the country remains relatively stable, the continuous influx of ammunitions and light weapons from other West African countries could jeopardize the security and stability of the nation if the situation is not addressed immediately. You know, we do not have the issue directly in Ghana, but when you look at, let me say, our neighboring yeah. countries, the issue persists. And if we do not take care and secure our borders, if we are not um, security-minded enough, we are going to have a, a, a strong influx of these weapons coming into the country, which we do not want. After three days of brainstorming, stakeholders at this meeting are expected to enhance the weapons and ammunition regulatory regime in West Africa. Let's do some politics, where the Elections Committee of the New Patriotic Party, NPP, has defended its recently superdelegate election, describing it as fair and transparent. According to the committee, the process was consultative and open to the aspirant, and any agreed person could have used the internal structures to table their concerns for redress. It will be recalled that one of the front runners, Alan Tramantan, aborted his flag bearership ambition, alleging the election was strategically and tactically skewed in favor of one aspirant. But Vice Chairman of the NPP Elections Committee, Abankwai Bwen, says the exercise was fair and transparent. Samuel Mbura of our political desk have more in the following report. After a brief meeting with all aspirants, the Elections Committee spelled out the modalities for the November 4 Congress and indicated that there is room for any aspirants to tender in their grievances. Mr. Bankwai Abua, who is the vice chairman of the elections committee, said the November elections will be conducted in a transparent, free and fair manner. There will be an exemplary one in the country. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, I, I do not think the process was not fair. The process on 26th August was very fair, and uh, I believe uh, for one or two incidents that took place, uh, I think even the aspirants, when they came here, some of them came to congratulate us for the work we did. So to the best of my knowledge, I think 
the processes, the guidelines, everything that we put in place was as fair as practicable. Uh, the one or two incidents that took place have been addressed. That's what I'm saying. A report has been given. So that will be taken care of. But on the whole, I believe it has been a very uh, good election on 26th. And we believe 20, on the 4th November, the party will prove everybody wrong. And that the members of this nation, the party, will make sure that that election will be an exemplary one for all other political parties to emulate. Mr. Fred Owari, who speaks for the vice president's campaign team, says they are optimistic that the elections will be conducted free and fairly. We've always worked hard uh, to win the elections. We're not winning it because uh, we're not doing any work. If you follow the campaign trail, you see there is one candidate who's been to uh, every constituency without uh, having cluster meetings. Uh, it's a lot of hard work. We start early in the mornings, sometimes as early as 6, we're on the road. As late as 1 a.m., we're now retiring to go to bed. And so it's been a very difficult uh, process. We continue to do that, and making sure that we touch base with every of the, the 200,000 plus delegates and take our message to them. On the part of Mr. Francis Adainimo, he expects that the elections will be conducted in a fair manner for all aspirants. He also wants the media not to limit the contest to only two aspirants. We've had people who, who said they are posters, they come out to their polls, and they, they don't like those, those polls do not reflect on the day of election. So, why not? I mean, the race to win, who goes to the race not to win? You have to win. You have to work hard and secure victory. I mean, let me give you a typical example. In the 100-meter race where Usain Bolt is one of the sprinters and other sprinters, would they abandon the race that because Usain Bolt is in the race, they are abandoning the race? They will go. You never know what will happen to Usain Bolt by the time he gets to the 50-meter uh, uh, mark. He may pull out. The elections committee of the MPP is expected to provide the voters register to all aspirants before the 4th of October so that any aspirants who has grievances will have them addressed before they go into the main elections. Reporting for Joy News, Samuel Mbura, MPP headquarters, Asylum Down. We'll take a break. We'll return with Showbiz. Please stay with us. Fruit juice, 
This outlet is FDA. Life beautiful. Embrace it with the all new Ahuofe from GTP Life. Today's class is going to be an exciting one. Now, who can share an unforgettable moment in their life? Okay, Asempa. I'd like to talk about my first time. It was her natural look, complemented by a favorite green silky apparel that caught my attention. I have to say, she automatically possessed me with her smile, which exposed her beautiful white teeth. That's not all. Her enduring signature perfume could be smelled from afar. Madam, why do you look so surprised? My first time with her was special and irresistible. I'm talking about Cindy Rice. Cindy Rice can be found in selected supermarkets nationwide. Everybody loves Cindy Rice. Sweet aroma. Great taste. This advert is FDA approved. Investment Limited. Welcome back. No one is here uh, uh, with uh, showbiz. What do we have? Oh, we have a lot, I can mm. always say. But yeah, the seemingly rivalry between dancehall artists Shatawali and Stoneboy has been rekindled following a misunderstanding over the booking of a Crossford Stadium for their respective shows this December. Now, a few days ago, Shatawali announced via a flyer posted on social media a number of activities 
lined up for his Freedom Wave concert scheduled to begin from the 20th to 25th December. Now, shortly after, his colleague Stoneboy also announced that his yearly Beam concert will hold at the Accra Sports Stadium on 22nd December. And as expected, Shata expressed his discontent with these developments, and here is his reaction. We shut up movement and AMG anniversary every year. We want to celebrate them. And last year, we used 11 days to do promo. We filled the stadium 11 days. The reason is that there's an adage that goes, Don't let them see you are coming. Because the moment you make them know you are coming, they will plan for you. Fast forward this year, I sat on my team and I was like, Yo, let's start doing promos. Because you know, I got calls from like, you know. Outside Ghana, where everybody wants to come and enjoy the 360. You know, I got fans. Shout out to my fans from Germany. Shout out to my fans from London. You know, all those fans from America. They all they want can support. As we just put out flyer, bang. Stoneboy, them go put out flyer. Say they do, they, they do show 22nd. No problem. We they go meetings. Even today, eh? Where are they yes, they, they say. The date in Tapa, where he do, he go do this thing. So, um, um, so make Stoneboy do it. So make him do one a show. All the police people do the stadium the way you take that decision. So make we not do one a show, but Stoneboy go fit doing show. Eh, as I cannot go fit, say they go do show for um, 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 O2. Then that's the video scene or the video doesn't know you want to do show like two days before as I can show. So say yes, you know, make. What mindset be this? We put out one a flyer. Where will they prepare for one a show? You got to say, President and daughter call in the way. How did they communicate to the president daughter for her to even call and say, the former Stoneboy doing show and make we know the one a show? Hey, Stoneboy, if you and me go do that thing, I'm going to step your laptop. Oh, forget that. I'm going to step your laptop. Because what power the president and daughter gets? So that is Shatawale's story, and of course, we need to have a complete story. And so yeah. we've got Chief Styles, uh, that Stone Boys manager, on the phone lines to, you know, have his reaction as mm. well. And so you're welcome, Chief. Mola. Good evening to you. Good evening. Thank you for having me. Right. Now, Chief, you've seen the concerns raised by Shatawale on social media. How do you respond to him accusing your artist of sabotaging his show? Uh, thank you, and uh, good evening to your cherished uh, viewers and listeners. Um, it, it's, it's rather unfortunate that uh, we are talking about, you know, such, you know, uh, remarks from, you know, uh, a top party such as Chatawali, because it's a premium platform that I would love for us to, you know, use to engage um, authorities in getting them to actually take a critical look at a creative art, you know, industry, you know, but rather, you know, we are using this to, to talk about, you know, the unfortunate remarks, you know, made by Chatawali. Yes, um, I mean, I saw the videos earlier uh, this morning, and it's actually stemmed off the fact that uh, somebody is just not happy, you know, that's another brother, another colleague of this in the industry. Is, 
uh, I mean, looking to do uh, an event at the stadium. So he decided to, you know, go on social media and uh, call out people and slander people. And it, it, it's unhealthy. It's not healthy, you know, for our industry. And I, I'm, I'm trying to compose myself to speak to it because it's, it's rather unfortunate that we are speaking, you know, to... to right. Yes. Right. Now, now, Chief, now, most fans are used, you know, for example, to a shaman being hosted in... I mean, a shaman to the world being hosted in a shaman. And, of course, the Beam concert also at the Grand Arena. Why the change of venue this year? Um, it, it moved to the stadium because, um, you know, somebody dropped an album earlier this year, which is the fifth dimension. And uh, he's been touring the world, you know, with the album. And the plan was that we were going to do, like, a homecoming, you know, of the tour in December, coupled with a Beam concert that... It's held every other year in December. And then, of course, a shaman to the world, uh, which happens in a shaman every other September. Right. But this, this schedule of stone, we couldn't, you know, put that together. Right. And so it necessitated the need for us to, you know, look for a bigger venue, you know, to okay. that is on. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. Okay, so now quickly, I mean, time is running, but quickly, I mean, are you guys open to meeting with Shata to reach a resolve? We have actually been engaging. We've actually been engaging a team from from, from the one. Okay. NSA, and uh, we've been talking, you know, behind the scenes, but unfortunately, he decided to come into the public. Limelight, right. Yeah, right. because he wasn't happy with the final decision that was given by the boss of the NSA that I'm allowing all of you to hold your event. Right, Chief. Go ahead, you know, and, and, and do your thing. Right, Chief. Would have loved to engage you more in this, but of course, uh, as usual, time is not yeah. our yeah. best friend. Yeah. And so great. we'd end things here, and that'd be all for show. Sure. So that's all we have uh, all the news this hour. You can log on to myjoyonline.com. My name is Carlos Scaloni. Thank you so much for watching. Prime Business is up next. Betway is your gateway to a theme park full of gaming excitement. A whirlpool of wonder where your favorite games come to life. Where you can take to the skies with max payouts that reach into the millions. 
all in the palm of your hand. Visit betway.com.gh. Terms and conditions apply. Betway is regulated by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. No under 18. Bet responsibly. Betway. Bet your way. There are days when you think, whoa, today I've earned it. So order a global. Days when plans run longer. What if we order a global? Or days when you can't control everything. Oh yes, because on Global, you can order anything you want. Global, you order, we deliver. Unleash even more moolah by staking from one Ghana city to 350 Ghana cities. And you could win 26 times your stake on the exciting new pick one game from Game Park. Play by dialing star 946 hash on all networks via our website or download the Game Park app on www.gameparkgames.com. Choose your pick one number from 1 to 36. Place your stake. And watch our live draws on Adum TV at 9 a.m., 12 p.m., and 6 p.m. daily. Hey, live life like me with Game Park. Game Park, more mula, more power. This game is regulated by the National Lottery Authority, not for persons under 18. Play responsibly. For decades, we have helped businesses connect with their trade partners all over the globe. From Ghana to Burkina Faso, Cote d'Ivoire, Benin, Togo, Senegal, China, Morocco, France, Netherlands, and many other countries. We have made it possible to bring Ghana to the world. We have brought small and medium businesses closer to their customers across the regions in Ghana with our SME support facilities. We have brought relief and smiles to the faces of families with our employee personal loans. With our cutting-edge technology and digital support, we take the burden of complex thinking off you, making life simple. That is who we are, as close as a partner. Bank of Africa, we are indeed the African bank with the global reach. Hi, now let me share my wildlife experience with you at Safari Valley Eco Park. Welcome to Safari Valley Echo Park. Our electric shuttle pulled up and in no time our tour began. We were surrounded by wildlife from the moment we entered the Echo Park. We were greeted by experienced tour guides who took us through orientation and how to better enjoy the experience. Watch these animals roam freely in their natural habitat undisturbed by our presence. We saw zebras, sable antelope, brown cranes, mara, silky chicken, nalas, Shetland ponies, and so many animals I just couldn't keep up. Our tour guides taught us so much about the wildlife, their behavior, and how to interact with them. I even fed them. We also went fishing on a man-made canal. Then we took a break to have lunch in this serene environment. All this amazing experience for this price for adults, this price for teenagers. It's a bugging. As the sun began to set, it was time to go back home, but not before dinner by the campfire. It has been a thrill of a lifetime, and I can't wait till my next visit. Safari Valley Eco Park bringing you closer to nature.
business segment is brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. Take a simmer bag for your QR code. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. And welcome to Prime Business with me, Beverly Broom, straight to our stories. And Ghana's economy grew by 3.2% to the second quarter of this year, but 0.1% lower than the revised growth in the first quarter. According to figures from the Ghana Statistical Service, the services sector recorded the highest growth rate of 6.3% followed by the agriculture sector with an expansion of 6.0%. Industry, however, contracted by negative 1.9%. Here's government statistician, Professor Samuel Kobnelim. Information and communication section, health, livestock, crops, public administration, defense and social security, transport and storage were the main drivers of GDP growth for the second quarter of 2023. The information and communication, fishing and health, as well as social work, were the main subsectors with more than 10 percentage expansion in quarter two of 2023, with 2.61%, 12.2%, and 11%, respectively. From a contribution perspective, given that the economy grew by 3.2% for the second quarter of 2023, this growth rate was largely led by a contribution of 1.42 percentage point for information and communication, followed by crops and cocoa 0.97, mining and crops 0.48, and the last of the five subsectors that contributed to the 3.2 growth rate that recorded for the second quarter of 2023 were health and transport and storage which contributed 0.39 and 0.3 percentage points to the 3.2 growth rate that recorded for the second quarter of 2023. The agricultural sector expanded by 1.3 percent in the second quarter of 2023. The growth of crops and cocoa subsector reduced by 0.7 percentage points, growing at 1.3 percent compared to 2.0 percent in the first quarter. The service sector, information and communication subsector grew from 4.7 percent in the first quarter of 2023 to 5.6 percent in the second quarter of 2023. Net indirect taxes, which is the difference between indirect taxes and subsidies, amounted to 39. 13.9 billion for the second quarter of 2023. From a seasonally adjusted point of view, the second quarter of 2023 recorded a value of 45.7 billion for the second quarter of 2023. From a trend perspective, this is the second consecutive. T- 
this is the second consecutive time that we've seen a slowdown in the quarter-on-quarter GDP in the last three quarters, peaking at 1.0 for the third quarter of 2022, slowing down to 0.8 for the first quarter of 2023, and further slowing down to 0.7 for the second quarter of 2023. Health recorded a marginal decline growing at 2.9% in the second quarter of 2023 from growth of 3.0% in the first quarter of 2023. For Joy Business, James Eshen. Meanwhile, economist Dr. Patrick Assuming said the 3.2% expansion of the economy as revealed by the Ghana Statistical Service does not reflect the weakness in the economy. Here's why. number... 3.2, you might think is impressive, but I think when, when you begin to unpack it, you realize that there are still significant weaknesses in the economy. This doesn't, in any way, the, the headline number doesn't tell the true, the true picture of how the economy is, is doing. We have to understand that the first thing to note is that the first quarter growth itself has also been revised downwards. Mm. So... If you check the number, I think it's been revised from 4.2 to about 3.3, which shows that uh, the economy didn't do well in the first quarter, as we previously thought. Uh-huh. And, you know, ordinarily, if we were not in the IMF program, you would have said, well, 3.2%, given how the economy performed and the low base we are coming from, 3.2% is usually not great. But I think the headline number, like I said, doesn't really tell the full picture of the weaknesses that are in the economy. Let's talk about the trouble this time around. Industry sector, a contraction of negative 1.9%. What could be accounting for this and what happened to our industrialization drive agenda over the period? Yeah, I think this is this is where all our problems are coming from. I think you, you see the agric also did well, but mm. the industries, in particular construction, the construction sector so a substantial contraction of mm. over well over eleven percent or so. Yeah. And th- these are the sectors that suffers the most when the business environment turns sour. When the business environment is terrible, the construction sector shouldn't surprise us. We know the problems that uh, construction in the economy as a whole, both road and housing, have seen because uh, of difficulties that. We've had with the IMF program and other things. So that, that part didn't surprise me, but I think it also tells you that we have a lot of problems. It doesn't matter what the headline number is. Because if you look at the, that particular, the industry sector, except one, all of them contracted. Mm. Manufacturing also contracted. So I think the real sector is, real, is still facing some significant challenges. Now, Greater Accra Regional Chairman of the Association of Ghana Industries, Chonam Akbelo, on his part, says government must take urgent step to create an enabling environment for the growth of local industries to discourage importation. He spoke earlier on Business Live. Realize that for the past decade, there has been an excessive liberalization of our economy. What it means is that a lot more of the things that we could easily produce locally are being imported. Mm. And they are imported and are being sold in our markets very cheap. What it means is that local industrialization struggle to survive because 
the local producers are unable to compete in terms of price. Uh, uh, and, and, and as a result, most of our local industries have been struggling. Uh, uh, some of the key key factors that are responsible for this uh, includes capital, cost of capital. As we've said several number of times, Ghana still remains among the countries that borrows in excess of over twenty five percent per annum. Uh, you know, and and this is this in itself is a serious issue because if you borrow at twenty five percent, you are naturally uh, unable to to make profit because you are using you have to use your capital to continue to service the, the, the debt that you borrowed. And also compared to that is the fact that access to capital itself is difficult. If you go to most of the banks these days, uh, I'm told, uh, focus on using their money to buy treasury bills because you're better off buying treasury bills than to lend the money to industrialists. Government itself is very committed. In fact, we have had several deliberations where they have great documents, they have the national industrialization transformation agenda and all of that. Great documents, great ideas. But it is one thing to really formulate the policies. It is another thing ensuring that they are implemented to achieve the results. It is not enough. What the government is doing is not enough to cushion industry. We, we, we really need to see more. We, we need to see a situation where Industry pay less the electricity bill and water bill, not household. It is time we see industry borrow money at ten percent, eight percent, as you will get in Ethiopia or South Africa. Moving on, the Economist Intelligence Unit has revised its projected depreciation of the CD2 dollar in 2023 to about 23% from the earlier 30%. According to its 2023 updated African Outlook report, this will place the local currency as the third weakest in Africa this year. According to a UK-based firm, the CD will depreciate lower than the 44% recorded against the American greenback in 2023. Presently, the CD has declined in value by a little above 22% to the world's most important currency. This means that between now and the end of the year, the depreciation of the local currency to the dollar will be very marginal. The EIU reiterated that most African currencies lost substantial value against the US dollar during 2022, and it expects exchange rate weakness to continue in 2023, albeit to a lesser degree. Sudan and Zimbabwe, which will be ranked first and second worst African currencies, will be among the weakest in the world in 2023. Meanwhile, Zambia Kwacha will become the best performing currency in Africa this year, with a slight appreciation against the dollar. Now, the Ghana Revenue Authority has charged businesses to ensure full compliance of the tax laws to avoid any harassment from its enforcement team. This follows an allegation of harassment leveled against the authority by the Ghana Union of Traders Association, GUTA. Assistant Commissioner Joseph Anan, who led the enforcement team to close down and arrest some businesses in the Ghana East area, hinted that the GRA would not spare any business that fails to honor their tax obligations.
total tax compliance because uh, the tax is not limited to VAT. It's CIT, PAYE, uh, PIT, uh, SIS, tax stamp. We are looking at all taxes that are applicable to a particular taxpayer that we visit. So we are not limiting our search to only VAT. That is why when we come to an area, we look around and see uh, taxpayers who qualify to register for one tax type or the other. And I'm telling the public that that is how we are going to approach our quest to increase our collection. That is uh, a tax collection in this country. So it is not only VAT that you must comply with, but you must comply with all tax types. And we are going to go into our system when we come to you to look at all other tax types that are applicable to your business, to know whether you are compliant. And those that we have already visited, we are coming back to you to know whether after our visit, you are doing the right thing. And please, if we come and you are not doing the right thing, then you should know that when you come to our office, we are not going to smile with you. Yes. Okay, Mr. Annan, uh, Guta is raising concerns. Is that some of the members? Hi, Larry Elder here. I never really thought much about how aches and pains can reduce a person's quality of life until pain started keeping me from living my best life. Just a few years ago, using the stairs was difficult because of the back pain. Then I found Relief Factor, a 100% drug-free solution for aches and pains. Within a week, I was on my way back to being pain-free. Now I have my life back. I take Relief Factor every single day. Relief Factor can help your body fight the inflammation that causes joint and muscle pain and the other aches and pains that come with everyday life. Treat yourself to feeling better. Move more, live more, and just enjoy your life more with Relief Factor. Join me and more than a half a million others. Get started today with your three-week quick start for only $19.95. About 70% go on to order more because it works for them. Go to relieffactor.com to order now. That's relieffactor.com. Feel the difference with Relief Factor. Relieffactor.com. You're harassing them. Like today, you ended up the shop. You said they are not paying tax and all that. How do you respond to this? Yes. When we come to your shop, it's not that we say you are not paying tax. The reality is that you are not paying and if you call that harassment, I don't know what to say. Because ours is to the tax laws. And that's what we are paid to do. We are paid from the taxes that you pay. We return part of it to pay ourselves. So will you be happy to pay us and just sit in our offices? I don't think that is the way to go. You pay us to work. And that we shall do. So it's not about us. It's about whether you are paying your taxes. If you are paying your taxes, definitely, then there will be nothing like harassment. We are doing our job. And if you call that as harassment, then I don't know what to say. Yes. Meanwhile, Guta has vowed to resist any form of attempt by the GRA to harass their members under the under the guise of under-declaration of goods. President of Guta, Dr. Joseph, for being made this known when he addressed the media. The 12% tax contribution from Asante commensurate with the business activities in that region, as most of the corporate entities with branches in Asante and other regions pay their taxes in national in the national capital Accra, as well as payment of duties. Furthermore, I repeat, the 12% tax contribution from Ashanti commensurate 
with the business activities in that region, as most of their corporate entities with branches in Ashanti and other regions pay their taxes in the national capital, Accra, as well as payment of import duty. What we want the GRA to know is that Guta has no problem at all if GRA does, does its due diligences at the port and collect the legitimate tax due it before the cargoes are released. I want to repeat here that what we want the GRA to know is that Guta has no problem at all if GRA does, does its due diligences at the port and collect the legitimate tax due it before the cargoes are released. However, we will no longer we will no longer tolerate any such act of intercepting our cargoes after leaving the port. If anything at all, the externalities of COVID-19 pandemic and geopolitics have affected the business community more and we can no longer entertain any abuse of authority from any quarter in carrying out our legitimate businesses. As if that is not enough, GRA also goes further to frustrate members of the business community, especially traders, by sending what they call invigilators to sit in our shops and monitor our sales as if we are in a police state which perceives business operators as criminals. Now, the Director General of the Internal Audit Agency, Dr. Eric Odrosa, is calling for a public and private sector partnership to enable businesses to integrate sustainability principles in their operations. According to him, government needs to step up its efforts to collaborate with professional and accounting bodies. He spoke to Joy Business at a forum organized by the Association of Internal Certified Professional Accountants and the Chartered Institute of Management Accountants. Association of International Certified Professional Accountants and the Chartered Institute of Management Accountants organized the forum on the impact and implications of ESG principles on organizations. According to the Director General of the Internal Audit Agency, Dr. Eric Odro Osai, government needs to partner the private sector and improve the adoption of environmental, social, and governance principles. I think there's a lot more that the public sector or the government sector needs to do because issues of environmental and social governance borders on national laws and national policies. Like one of the panelists was saying, if a state institution is slow in meeting their request, it does not help them to properly report on sustainable business doing. So I think that there should be a very good partnership between the private sector and the public sector, except that the government sector has a lot more work to do to be able to allow private sector to integrate sustainability principles in their business processes. Most importantly, when these principles inures to the benefit of Ghanaians. So I'm calling on the government sector to step up its effort at collaborating with the private sector, especially 
with professional institutions, with accountancy bodies, so that they will be able to put in place the necessary legislative framework. Regional African Vice President of the Association of International Certified Professional Accountants, Tariro Mutizwa, also noted that the ESG principles will play a critical role in the sustainability of the planet. I think the most important thing why we need to do it is the sustainability of our planet, the sustainability of the human race. That's the starting point. And how we do it is through this ESG program. So it's very important. And businesses are a major part of, 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 of the planet and the human race. So it becomes very important for them to take a, a, a part in making sure that this happens. The sustainability agenda is, is pushed forward. Organizations were urged to take prudent steps in understanding the environmental, social and government principles and integrate them in their operations. Now, Pan-African Technology Solutions provider CWG Ghana stated that it will continue to invest in the country to help drive the government's agenda of expanding technology and digitalization. The company, which provides technology solutions to communication firms and financial institutions, among others, has maintained that leveling technology could help create jobs for thousands of Ghanaians. The following report has more. The company which began operations in Ghana 20 years ago has been able to increase its reach across various sectors of Ghana's economy. Focusing on Pan-African system solutions, CWG maintains that Africans can develop unique technologies to solve challenges facing the continent. Speaking at the company's 20th anniversary launch in Accra, Managing Director of CWG Ghana, Harriet Atram Yati, said the company will continue to explore new markets. We don't directly mention names because of corporate governance and we may have to seek permission before we mention customers' names. But we have quite a number of customers, major telecoms in Ghana, some of the big banks in Ghana. We have supported them on their IT infrastructure, on enterprise solutions, applications, among others. And all these years we have been, I mean, we have some customers as old as when, um, as old as inception of CWG Ghana um, in 2003. Uh, we had a major bank as one of our first customers, and they are still with us today. Um, one of the telcos that we also acquired three years after incorporation is still a customer to CWG. And this is a testament that CWG indeed gives peace of mind. On his part, the chairman, CWG Ghana, Austin Kwesi Okere, said it is important to create a competitive environment in the tech space to allow African tech companies to expand beyond their home countries. Our anchor customer, MTN, with whom we're doing a global annual revenue of $35 million, had selected Ghana as a West African hub. Obviously, they must have done very serious due diligence. So we latched on to that due diligence and followed them, being our biggest customer, by establishing CWG Ghana as our West Africa hub as well. That's how we wrap up tonight. For more business news, you can log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. 
I am Beverly Broom. Sports is next with Razak Musbah. Please stay. Brought to you by Ecobank, a Pan African bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. It's Charlie, what number? The malaria really knocked you down, eh? Charlie, no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumifantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. Thank you. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Lefty, it's my calipoli celebrity. No, I'm touch it, okay? Fifi, it's my calipoli celebrity. No, I'm touch it, okay? Don't worry, darling. I won't touch your calipoli, okay? Okay. Should I leave some for you? It's okay, Grandma. You can drink it all. Oh, coffee. I brought plenty for you. Do you know that? Calipo, the natural fruit juice drink. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. The butcher's registration exercise. The Electoral Commission is making preparations for voters' registration exercise from 12 September to 2nd October 2023 to enable citizens who have turned 18 years or persons who have not previously registered to visit the EC office in their district and register as a voter ahead of the upcoming district-level elections 2023. 
The registration exercise is in line with the Commission's mandate to compile the register of voters and revise it at such periods as may be determined by law. Every eligible Ghanaian should visit the EC office in their district and present their Ghana card or passport for inclusion in the voters' register. Applicants who do not have a Ghana card or passport are required to bring two persons who are already registered voters to guarantee their registration. Do not register again if you have lost your voter ID card. Replacement of voter ID cards will start from 3rd October 2023 after the registration exercise. Transfer of votes will also be done from 3rd October to 9th October 2023. It is a criminal offense for a guarantor to guarantee for more than 10 people, non-Ghanaians and persons who are not 18 years of age. Guarantors who violate this provision will be prosecuted. The voter registration exercise is part of efforts to ensure credible, transparent and peaceful elections in Ghana. Register to vote. Your vote is your power. The voter registration exercise 250 Ghana cities, and you could win 26 times your stake on the exciting new pick one game from Game Park. Play by dialing star 946 hash on all networks via our website or download the Game Park app on www.gameparkgames.com. Choose your pick one number from 1 to 36. Place your stake and watch our live draws on Adum TV at 9 a.m., 12 p.m., and 6 p.m. daily. Live like like me with Game Park. Game Park, more mula, more power. This game is regulated by the National Lottery Authority, not for persons under 18. Play responsibly. Ghana, are you ready? Mark your calendar as the Makers House Chapel International presents the Experience Conference 2023. From the 1st to the 8th of October, it's the gathering of the spiritual luminaries of the land. Get ready to experience Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams, Reverend Dr. Mensah Otabil, Archbishop Charles Ajina Sari, Reverend Dr. Ampia Kofi, Reverend Dr. Steve Mensah, Reverend Dr. Ebenezer Markway, Bishop Frank Ofusu Apia, and your host, Dr. Michael Buentinyamiche. Come and experience Jesus. 
The Miracle Worker. Venue is the destiny arena of the Maker's House Chapel International, Atomic, adjacent School of Nuclear and Allied Sciences. Time is 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. on weekdays, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Saturday, and 8 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. on Sundays. It's going to be a life-changing encounter. The Experience Conference 2023. I can't wait. segment is brought to you by Commander DBS Industries to you. Let's go to DBS Industries. Hello, welcome to Prime Sports with me, Razak Musbaf. Now, the Champions League is on. Uh, the game between Manchester United and Bayern Munich is underway. Manchester United are losing by three goals to one there. Just a few minutes to the end of the game, but uh, we'll talk more about that in the course of the show, but the Osage for Criterium uh, cycling event, which is uh, in honor of Ghana's first president, Kwame Nkrumah, which, uh, you know, is set to come off tomorrow, Thursday, the Craft Sports Stadium, uh, we understand, is all is set for that very cycling event. And uh, Jordan Mivazum is a member of the organizing team, Nathaniel Amon, for some updates relative to the organization of that all-important event. Nathaniel, thanks for making time to join us on Journeys tonight. Tell me, um, is all set for the event tomorrow? Yeah, thank you, Zach. So I can tell you that all is set for the event tomorrow. We're just counting down the time. It used to be week, it used to be months. It came to weeks, days, and as we speak now, it's hours. So in some few hours, the race is going to start. So we are set, as we speak, we have people currently on the ground that are putting things in place to get it running. So it's all set for tomorrow. Well, in terms of the, uh, you know, the cyclists you've been able to get to register to participate in this event, what is the number looking like? Yeah, it's looking very good, you know, and um, it's looking very good. We have a lot of cyclists who have, uh, cyclists who have uh, registered for the event as we speak now. And this event is going to be very, very tough because... The cyclists are just coming out from a tour, tour to Ghana. Mm. So I can tell you, every one of them is fit for this event. It's mm. going to be fireworks tomorrow. Mm. Interesting. Uh, so the event is happening at the Craftsport Stadium tomorrow, um, uh, just around the Craftsport Stadium. And of course, uh, we've seen the route that you'll be taking uh, place. But just a bit of, um, for those cyclists who are watching and possibly getting ready for the event, uh, remind us of what is at stake tomorrow. At that, uh, at the cycling event. Okay, so uh, tomorrow we're gonna have um, 129 kilometers to cover mm. for the men, and we're gonna have um, 80 kilometers to cover for the female. Mm. Um, the prizes are 15,000 for the first position for the male, mm-hmm. and then 10,000 for the female. The second and third positions follows as uh, 10,000, 8,000, and 7,000 respectively, mm. yeah. I mean, very juicy price in there. You know, good money for the cyclists to, you know, uh, get yeah. to spend, you know, even maybe in December, if they are looking to enjoy themselves in December. But, so, um, take us through the outline, the program outline tomorrow, when uh, the event officially starts, what comes after what, and when it will finally come to a close. Okay, so to start with, um, cyclists would have to go through the process of um, confirming their registration, that's one. Mm. Then two, um, remember at the media luncheon, we mentioned the use of um, 
technology to ensure fairness and ensure that the right person wins the events. That is the uh, transponder system that uh, checks the race. So each cyclist is going to be uh, given a transponder that will be installed on their bikes. Mm. And then each time you cross the starting line, mm. it counts it. Mm. And then plus this, there's a finish line um, camera mm. that is actually recording every uh, cyclist as you go through the system. So this is what's going to happen. First of all, cyclists are going to be registered. They are going to be given transponders. Mm. The race director is going to give them the rules of the day. Then they'll be first of all taken through the routes, mm. a, sing, a, a single lap. Mm. Then after that, the race will be started. Mm. Then we'll sit there and observe them go through the number of laps. Mm. And the one that emerges first at the end of the laps is the first person. Yeah. After that, we'll now give them the awards. Mm. That is the 15,000 will be awarded to the male that wins. Mm -hmm. And the other uh, prizes will be rewarded as well. well That's going to be the outline. Mm, interesting, of course. I'm sure the entire team uh, from the Gladiators Cycling Club will be there, um, you know. Yes, of course. Mm, mm, As we yeah. speak, like I said, there are people already on the ground working, and we're all going to be there tomorrow to ensure that it's a success. Well, great. We'll be there uh, ourselves to cover the event. So uh, wish you the very best, Nathaniel, and we hope you have a wonderful event tomorrow. That's uh, Nathaniel Hammond there with the, uh, you know, organizing team of the Osajavu Criterium, uh, which is coming off tomorrow at the Craftsport Stadium. Well, to the Black Queens now, and they were in action earlier today in Kigali against Rwanda uh, Women's National Team uh, as part of the 2024 Women's AFCON Qualifiers. The Queens got uh, the better of their counterpart, defeating them by seven goals to nil. Doris Bedua opened uh, the scoring before Evelyn Bedu doubled the lead with Priscilla Adubia scoring. The third, your highlights of the game. And they, they had a corner very early into the game, lofted into the penalty area, and that was the opening goal for the Black Queens there. Doris Bedua scoring uh, in just under two minutes. Uh, to the start of the game. You can see beautifully lofted corner kick and Doris Bidua was there to connect the header to ensure uh, the Black Queens did get the lead there. Well, uh, it didn't stop there. You can see Evelyn Bedu beautiful true pass to her, dribbled the goalkeeper, managed to maintain a composure and scored the second, leaving the Rwandan women national team in sixes and sevens there, as you can see. So that was a second goal, beautifully worked second goal by the Black Queens there, all the way deep in midfield. And uh, they managed to find, uh, you know, find it. And she managed to keep her position really onside there. You can see and uh, wonderful first touch control, dribble the goalkeeper. Thought she had lost the ball, but um, everyone, a defender was unable to clear. And that was a second goal for the Black Queens there. The third goal didn't take long, 27 minutes. And wonderful cross into the penalty area. And Priscilla Dubia was there to connect to it. It looked all easy for the Black Queens there, all easy. And Nora Hotel, you could see shaking hands with the technical team and the Rwandans clearly wondering what is happening to them. Uh, this is uh, the first round of the women's AFCON qualifiers. And the Black Queens, in just under 28 minutes, they had scored three goals. That's how it ended in the first half. Into the second half, the routes continued. And Evelyn uh, Doris Buedua once again finding a teammate and it was 
Black Queen scoring their fourth goal there. You can see in the 52nd minute and uh, looking all easy, all easy for the Black Queens. They've had a very decent time since Nora Hoptel took over and uh, she has won all of her games. All of her games she's managed to win. So that was the fourth goal and the fifth goal. She just, just look at that. Absolutely beautiful goal there by Black Queen's uh, Doris. Uh, that's uh, Evelyn Bedu. Absolutely beautiful goal outside of the penalty area, the edge of the box, actually. And she powered to give the Black Queen's uh, the fifth goal over there. It didn't stop there, continued. And you can see uh, Doris Bedu was surging forward. And the goalkeeper completely messed things up there. She could not clear her lines. And a beautifully lofted goal and show. The Black Queens got their Sith. And you can see the Black Queens laughing at the um, rather poor defensive work by the goalkeeper. She could not clear her lines, and neither could the players on the line manage to stop that ball from going in the back of the net. But the Black Queens did not stop there. They continued to punish the Rwandans, worked well, another cross into the penalty area. And that is how the Black Queens scored their seventh goal. The goalkeeper completely messing up in the post there, and uh, long-range cross into the penalty area in front of the back of the net to give the Black Queens uh, their set goal, rather, their set goal there. So it looked very easy for the Black Queens, the seventh goal, very easy for the Black Queens. And this is the first leg of the qualifiers of, uh, for the women's AFCON, and the Rwandans will now have to travel all the way to Accra to play the Black Queens in the second leg of that game. Well, the head coach of the side, Nora Hupto, did speak to the media after the game, and she was left impressed with the performance of her players. Well, um, we won 7-0. Coach is quite satisfied. Not only that we scored so many goals, I think it's also that we keep our clean sheet behind. Um, it was not easy before the game. Some circumstances, but um, I think... Uh, a good team can always deal with difficult circumstances and uh, we have been ready from the first minute on the pitch. We scored from a set piece uh, another time to start uh, and this gave us then also the safety and confidence. Um, we like it to play on AstroTurf so the ball was rolling good and our possession game um, we invested a lot in the training time we had in the video time so all in all I'm very satisfied. I think there are still little details which we need to adjust. Um, it was good that we could give also five other players playing time to, um, um, let's say, release a bit uh, um, the load because some played still Sunday. Um, and now we make sure that we are next Tuesday ready when we are in Accra in our home stadium um, in front of our crowd. So we will be waiting for you there. And uh, now happy to have this victory home again. Well, the head coach of the Black Queens there. Well, in the Ghana Premier League, there was action. Uh, Drips FC played Nations FC at the theatre, at the Dew Theatre of Dreams Park there. And it was an outstanding game because uh, Drips FC were involved in the CAF Confederations Cup game over the weekend and hence were unable to honour their game. So here are highlights of that Ghana Premier League game between Dreams FC and Nations FC. Time at the theater of dreams. Yeah, in um, the dreams one trying to go through the midfield, and once again, they had no other option than to foul it. Game continues. And then with a pass. Johnny T trying to go solo 
stop dead in his tracks there, but oh, it was just a matter of from Dreams FC. It was coming. Then you look at the Johnny factor again. The defender for Nations tried to clear the ball, but good effort, and he just took it on the bounce and straight into the 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 goal. The goal. That would have been a classic goal. <laughs> tries to start again second attempt the defense of dreams FC working overtime nations FC on are on the ascendancy uh, after that goal uh, they clearly showed us John G. the opportunities coming the way of nations FC now good pass laid on there by Midudiara quick turn but again it misses the tag. The nations will come forward. This looks good. Nafiu Suleiman has set up the pass. The cross, on. cross came on invitingly, tapped on nicely, but he missed the target completely. Referee's whistle goes, and that is the. Well, the disqualified Ghana Football Association presidential aspirant, Georgia Freya, has slammed the leadership of Karen Boss Kerta Kriku. According to him, Kerr's uh, will collapse football in the country if given mandate for the next four years. I spoke to my colleague, Bufthao Nabila. I think that our league needs credibility. I think that we deserve a better sponsorship than what we are getting today. I think that there must be fair competition. I think that nobody can sit in Accra and decide which match should be won by which team. I think that it's important that nobody decides who goes on relegation. These things I hear from club owners. I think that when a player is qualified and called into the national team, one team must not go behind and say that sell them to us or else the player will be dropped from the national team. These are the things that is happening in our football. And these are not my words. We have you are just love allegations. It is not allegation. You have just refused. When Yabuatin Jan spoke on air, you said you didn't hear. I when, uh, no, that so why are you saying it's an allegation? Am I the one who say you You've heard the things that club owners continuously have come to say on air. And you say you don't care? How have you gone behind the scenes to inter investigate to find out yourself? These are very important. If we continue like this, I can assure you and I can bet you, there will not be growth. There will not be growth. Four years down the line, what we are saying today, cut and keep the videos. Four years, you and I will come and meet here and we'll be talking about the same thing. So but if, I expect if you to leave the church. It's elected. It's in the Ghana football will crumble. Is that what you're saying? We are in debt. Dead. If we continue... Football continues under Ketokriku and this. Uh, trust me. Trust me. Well, we'll take a quick break. We'll bring you some highlights from the Champions League.
football season is here and it's best seen on HD Plus in five times crystal clear images. See the new signings, jerseys, silky skills and great goals. Catch the DFB Copa, J1 League and the Argentina Copa de la Liga Profesional on Sport HD Channel 151. The best of African football on JTV Sports Plus Channel 150. World football is best seen feeling feeling on HD Plus. Grab a coder and subscribe for three months at 85 Ghana CDC at HD Plus. See it feeling Well, in the Champions League, Manchester United have been defeated by Bayern Munich four goals to three. That game ended. Elsewhere, Arsenal were also winners. But earlier today, it was Real Madrid who got the better of Union Berlin. Jude Bellingham was the one who secured all three points for the Madrid. Rodrigo darts in. Straight against the torso of Lernau. Real up done yet, it's Rodrigo, oh. and this time it's off the upright. Wow, see, I think he scores. Then this one coming back in hits that beautifully. They're coming, and Rodrigo is switched on for the first time in the game. That's Camavinga, and Renau pulls his arms away. It flashes wide. Modric. Nacho just lost his radar for a moment. Now here's Camavinga leaving Kral on the floor. Saved by Renault. Tidied up by Bonucci. Great ball this from Luka Modric. Camavinga gets the wrong side of Kral. The cutback is good. Lucas Vasquez wanted it back. It's in for Hosselu. Did Renault get a touch on that? Came back up the post again. Rodrigo's hit the upright. Now Hosselu. Let's have a look from this angle again. He does get something on it. Enough. He's a little fortunate, I think. He needed to... Valverde. Modric. It was there for Modric and it's tipped over the bar by Runo. I actually thought that was a foul there. But nonetheless, Modric's left foot strike is a good one. Reno. Won't reach Valverde. It was stopped by Durki. Dutch defender has taken on the armband. Bellingham. Just wide. Only just wide from Hosselu. Both he and Rodrigo watching it all in front of goal. 
pretty much everything in the box has fallen to Oslo, hasn't it? I mean, that's a clever finish, that. Because he knows he's tightly marked. He's almost got, knows he's got to guide that around the defender. It just doesn't come back. And here goes Valverde. Brahim Diaz. Rodrigo didn't connect properly. And Rona very gratefully dives on the ball. Back, actually, that from Brahim. It was slightly behind... Everybody in black back. Real Madrid catch the man. It's open now for Valverde. Double block and Bellingham's there. Right at the last. No doubt it'll be being checked, of course, as we speak this goal because there was two white shirts. Were they in an offside position? Certainly there he's not, but it comes back. No, it comes back off a of black shirt. Comes back off of Krull, I think. And there's two. Well, that's all we have for you on Prime Sports. With me, Razak Musbao. Have a lovely evening. Sports Segments was brought to you by... Mender DBS Industries to Youth. Let's go to DBS Industries.